Maya. Every time I'm with you, I feel like I'm floating, floating through your world when I'm inside. Got me floating, floating, floating when I'm with you. Got me floating, floating, floating when I'm inside. Floating. Floating, floating when I'm with you, coming, floating, floating. Time is never a factor when we're together. Cause I hold you in my hands, and my fingers do a dance. Scrolling up and down, oh baby, you might be dangerous. So much more to explore. You make me feel for more. Every time I'm with you, I feel like I'm flying. Got me feeling like I'm in the cloud. Every time I'm with you, I feel like I'm floating. Into your world when I'm inside. Got me floating, floating, floating when I'm with you. Got me floating, floating, floating when I'm inside. Floating, floating, floating when I'm with you. Got me floating. Floating, 
season podcast we are back again this is episode 76 76 76 reporting live on location mm. Kenny T is in the building see you waited for the nigga he ain't say that see OT is in the building you know, these hoes be my always man. gonna be some hoes uh, smooth cat could be with us today man we, again we report live on location out That's of town in Dallas just to show how much we love y'all, we still going to get it in anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I am the Trill AC. This is another episode of the Crew Season Podcast. How you fellas doing on this glorious evening? Man, they feel good, man. I'm a little lit. Different environment. Definitely lit. Ready to talk my shit. Spit real quick. What? Hit the clip. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. What? Ask her just for just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> but won't no. give her the tip. Give her the no. log drip. No. Put it on the lip. No, we're not going <laughs> to. Pull out the buddy clip. We're not going to do this on Take the Take a sip. All right. <laughs> then dip. That's all I'm about. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you ain't about to save yourself. <laughs> we're not doing that bullshit oh. today. Um, again, interesting episode today. Again, we want to show just how much we love y'all. We are on vacation. Stopped in the middle of brunch. Middle of vacation to come through and get y'all what y'all expect on Tuesday. So Straight give up. us a round of applause. Straight up. Straight up. Okay, we have an interesting doctor. Let's dive right in. <laughs> Brittany Renner. It's uh, making the rounds. Brit Brit. All of the media. Yeah. Kenny, you want to explain why you call her Brit Brit? Yeah, go ahead. Why do I have to explain why I call her Brit Brit? That's because no, no, no. people don't start using my name for her. Okay, well, I mean, I thought you, I thought you was just bold enough to explain why, no, 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 but no, I mean, it's all the good. Reasoning oh, so behind you try, try to check my car. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I mean, it's all. I mean, I, I understand. It's all good. But recently, she was in the news. Um, she was driving around in her car. She put out a video in which she said, you know, she's been homeless, been living with her moms, and just trying to rebuild her life ever since she ended the relationship with PJ. Um, and again, that, that got a lot of people confused. Because of her history and her track record of dating, bunch of rich dudes, whatever the case may be, and for her not to have any money left over or to be going through that hard of a time after the breakup, it was kind of confusing to people. So what was y'all thoughts on that situation? Poor pussy management. Mm. Chico said it best, you know what I'm saying, when he was talking to Dre and Lex on the pod. Mm. Like, coming, that's come and save me type of mentality on the cool, you know what I'm saying? And you'd had all these opportunities, all these... Famous, well, famous people with money, just prominent people, and not saying that you're supposed to capitalize on that, but you're supposed to capitalize on that mm. in some kind of way from somebody. I mean, it was too many opportunities for you to not, you know what I'm saying, take that, especially when you have a brand, when you have a following. Like, you got to turn it into a business. Right. It just is what it is. And for you to to be, you know, back on square one when you were just married and 
just had a kid. Like, come on, man, you gotta you gotta have some investments for yourself. Well, she did say she did blow a lot of money. Damn, my mic messed up. Oh, 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 oh. It's good now? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, she did say she did blow a lot of money, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of money she got, so. Which, I mean, a lot of people do. I still do it, so. I understand it, but. Yeah, I think she relied too much on EJ. Mm. Which a lot of women do. You get that life, you know, they ain't got to worry about working no more. You, mm-hmm. you probably said, you ain't got to worry about working. I got this. Mm. Yep. Pay for that or do this. I don't want you doing nothing else. That's probably exactly what you said. I don't want you doing nothing else. I don't want you out here posting your pictures like you know me. Do hustling mm-hmm. like you was. Cause yeah, she, she was, said that. She was hustling hard. Yeah. She was like the main, you know, Instagram. That was Brittany Renner. Mm-hmm. And then oh, she stopped stuff. doing that, slowed down, got pregnant. Cause she was she was trying to she was trying to become that you know wifey domesticated role, domesticated role yeah because she even said she you know toned it down and understood that if she was gonna be with somebody who was pretty much gonna take care of her like he had his rules you're not gonna be posting all this stuff on you know all the time right. acting reckless and things like that so she, she had a book out she was on a good roll mm-hmm. released a book her book was doing numbers you know she was telling all the little business that she could tell with with who she slept with yeah without using names you but, know. Mm-hmm. But see, I think I think this whole situation speaks to a common theme, just in women all the time. Like a lot of these women that aspire to get pregnant by these basketball players or get pregnant by these celebrities, don't really have a plan after they accomplish their goal. You know what I'm saying? So they'll get with these guys and just be impressed with little things like bags and you know uh, gifts and maybe a car that's not in your name or a big house that's not in your name, right? So when the relationship ends, he could just kick your ass out and take all his possessions back. And that's what most of them go through. So that's why they'll go from one celebrity to the other because they, you know, not building nothing for them for themselves, but kind of depending on that person to take care of them. And that's just not smart. So her, when I heard it, I wasn't that surprised when she said, you know, I'm homeless and y'all listen to that in third. Because you could just tell, like, again, she, she represents that type of Instagram woman. She represents that type of, you know, city girls type mentality. Right, I go in here, I finesse a bag, finesse a bag, finesse a bag, and then when he gets out of your ass and get rid of your ass, you out in the cold. So they finesse thirty grand, but then thirty grand goes towards the purse that they got. So now right. they really got zero bags. Yep. Or purse emptied in the motherfucker. Yeah. Or go towards maintaining the lifestyle. Yep. Like you, you got with dudes, so now your lifestyle is a thirty thousand a month lifestyle, and you start spending that way, thinking that it ain't gonna never end. Then when it ends. You got to go back to a, a $2,000 a month lifestyle. Hopefully. Hopefully. Or so, go sell some pussy. Yep. <laughs> That's real. And, and right now it's going for cheap. <laughs> you got to go back to selling that ass. Yep. You know? If it, but, um, but, yeah, again, she, she's been on the run to what she's been hitting a lot of media outlets. You know, we've seen on Kevin Samuels. We've seen on, I think, Breakfast Club, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, she was with Deion Sanders and this. Deion Sanders. She's back on the hustle. Yeah, which is going to get us right into the next segment. She was on Deion Sanders. He brought her in to kind of give his players kind of like a precautionary, you know, tale of like what happens after y'all make it to the league and get this money. So we're going to play just a little clip from that. Shit, even before you get some money. Yeah, even before because, you know. Being an athlete, you're going to get attention, plenty of attention. Right. So we're going to play the clip. And uh, get y'all response to what she has to say. Happened. So a lot of guys who are in my DM, you're in my DM because of, I'm Brittany Renner. So naturally, if you play a sport, it's kind of like, well, that's an incentive to talk to you. A lot of times, 
women, men in general, everybody wants something. Thank you. Everybody wants something. So it's like, even if we both have our own thing going on, me still being with you is a good look because you boost my stock. Just like you boost my, you know what I'm saying? Like, I boost your stock. It's just that simple. It's, it's kind of like a give and take, but you have to be aware of what you're signing up for. You're trying to, you want to make it to the NFL, and it's kind of like, you do understand there's a lot that comes with that, right? There's going to, like, how, it's, to be able to decipher who really loves you for you, I think that's like the billion-dollar question we're all wanting to know. This is how the game is played. Please know that. We're putting you up on pay because some of y'all going to make it. It was like a motivational. Shout out to Dion. Man. Let's give Dion a round of applause. Dion just a just a, a, a real one, man. But he caught a lot of heat for bringing her into the program to give that speech and you know whatever the case may be. How did y'all feel about the heat he caught? Did y'all feel like it was smart of him to do or kind of unnecessary? What, what was y'all thoughts when y'all first heard it? I didn't hear any of the speech. That was your first time. Oh, oh damn, he ain't got his headphones on. Oh, shit. <laughs> Get his headphones on. Oh, Fuck it, it's all right. I don't no, need to no, hear no. it. I don't need to hear it. I don't need to hear it. Well, essentially, you know. I don't know, need to hear it. I don't need to hear it. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's all good. Just to, just to catch you up, she was essentially saying, like, damn. you know, it's a whole exchange of clout type of situation. Mm-hmm. It's like when y'all graduate, I mean, uh, even y'all right now, when y'all get in my DMs, y'all get in my DMs because I'm Brittany Renner. Mm-hmm. And I'm responding to you because you probably have a good chance to go to the league. Mm-hmm. So it's like we both benefiting from it. So you need to keep that in mind when you shooting at these women and they responding and you feeling like she really liked me for real. You know what I'm saying? Because she probably doesn't. She's looking to gain. Like we both gaining from each other by being together. So that's the mindset. So don't be fooled by, you know, shallow interest. Or whatever. That's essentially what she was saying. Mm. And then Dion was like, see, this is the game right here. This is what y'all, this is the reality of the situation y'all got waiting on y'all outside. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was. But again, you know, when, you know, when um, pictures came out and it showed her in the locker room or whatever, people was like, what the hell Dion doing? He get, got this clout chasing and they're doing this and that. So do y'all feel like it was right of him to do it or whatever? How, what was y'all thoughts? Uh, I think he brought a relatable person in there. Mm-hmm. The fact that he brought a woman in there to speak to him instead of another man, you know, Very I think that relatable. was actually. Better than bringing another man in there to talk to him about it. Because they going to, like most dudes, yeah, mm-hmm. old school telling us about this, but you know what I'm saying? But I'm still going to learn the hard way. Yeah. And now you're hearing it from a woman that's telling you, hey, this is what we do. This is how we will finesse you if we need to or want to. Yep. So either you fall for it or you don't. You know, and a lot of black dudes, they really, black athletes, they really need that game because they're not, they don't, they don't pay attention to the, the facade or what a lot of people give to them. They just want them using them. Mm. They get that clout and they're like, oh shit, oh shoot, I get this woman, I get that woman. Now you got six, seven baby mamas. They taking 200000 out your check every six months. You know, it's, it's hard, just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then, then you wonder why a lot of these athletes retire from the NFL and got to go launder insurance money. <laughs> Which they are doing right now, you know, making, trying to steal money from insurance, you know, don't. Because they can't work regular jobs because they used to be, you know, all-time NFL athletes, so they got that self-esteem issue. Yep. Oh, you was in the NFL making $30 million, made $30 million in your career. Why are you over here working with us? Mm. Or basketball. What you do? Yeah, basketball too. Why are you over here working with us? Now, you know, it's – you got to learn how to save your money and learn how to finesse past these other people that's trying to finesse you. Right. 
Oh, what was your thoughts when you first seen her in the locker room with Dion and the team? I thought it was genius. I mean, I, I feel that you need that real experience. I mean, it's easy to talk about it, you know, Dion and, like you said, other coaches and things like that, or another woman. But to have a woman like Brittany Renner, mm-hmm. in specific, you know, specifically that type of caliber of woman in front of young men who, you know, even grown men have time, have trouble, you know, controlling their emotions, especially sexually. So um, I, th- I thought it was genius, you know, and she was able to, you know, elaborate. And I wish we could have heard the whole thing, right. just pieces of it. And shout but out I mean, to Brit Brit, man. She... She 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 really be telling the truth, honestly. She do. Whenever she speaks, she is honest about what she's saying. That's a fact. I don't think she really lies about what she says. Like if she said, "Hey, this is what I really did. I I went slept with this dude. I did it. Mm -hmm. If I want to play this dude for this, I did it." She's every time she comes out and says something, it's honest truth. Yeah, and and she's articulate, which is why I respect it so much. Like most of these chicks that uh, that's of her status, you don't hear from them. Because they aren't that articulate, and when you do hear from them, it's a bunch of cap. So I definitely salute her for that. But um, but yeah, I think um, just having her in that locker room was like a smack in the face to them them dudes. And don't get me wrong, like every man knows, like when you got status or when you got money or options, whatever the case may be, it's gonna be a bunch of artificial shit coming at you. Mm-hmm. But to actually hear it from the horse's mouth, like, look, this is my mindset when mm-hmm. I'm, you know, when I'm responding to your DM that you sent. This is my mindset. This is what I'm trying to get from it. So don't mistake this as something it ain't. That, I feel like, is beneficial to the kids. Absolutely. Because, let's just be honest, a lot of these dudes wasn't really getting chose like that before they became who they was in football or don't really have a lot of interaction with women before they, you know, became who they is, a top five blue chip All-American, whatever the case may be. You know, they didn't have a lot of experience. So that's how they so able to get finesse. You go from not having no attractive woman at all to being able to pick one, pick, you know, have your pick of it. And if you're not familiar with it or you're not experienced with it and you're not hearing it from the horse's mouth, like she was just giving them, you can easily fall susceptible to that right. because you're just happy to be there. It's like, Oh shit, Brittany went around me. Oh man, she got 3 million followers for no 5 million. Pardon me. 5 million followers. And everybody know if I can have on my arm, I'm good. So much so that you get finessed or, you know, she done got pregnant now you paying child support or something like that because you going into it with genuine intentions and she finessing you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I th- I think it was dope, man. Shout out to Dion. And that's what I put on my Twitter. Everybody was was killing Dion for that. I'm like, why? Like, I, you know, again, I, I think people just get so caught up in their dislike for somebody that they feel like they can't learn from them. Mm-hmm. And, and that ain't true. And that's why I tweeted what I tweeted. I said, you could, you could learn from ops and people you don't like too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got some kind, some kind of information to to give, something that you can learn from. So you shutting your your ears to it's just like you that that's just stupid to me. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, shout out to Brittany. Shout, shout, shout out to Brittany, man. She out here getting to it. Um, we're gonna move on. I'm gonna I play gave you that name, Brit Brit. Just to let you know. Is she still you know a predator though? <laughs> uh, she said what? I mean, well, she she was never really a predator. Was trolling, but. She was, she's strategic. I'll give her that. Okay. Because you can't call it predator if the dude is of age. Even even, even if they're younger. Correct. I mean, that's technically. But, but in our, you know what I'm saying? This, but is it, is she preying on them by putting herself out there? I would say no, because if, if, I, if I had to guess how that PJ Washington, Brittany Ruiner interaction started, I would say he reached out to her first. If I had to guess. Because, I mean, he was in college still. Mm-hmm. 
And she done been dating NFL and NBA dudes or whatever. So, I mean, she ain't, it ain't like she's scouting the college rosters and, okay, who who's All-American and shit like it. Like, that's praying. But if I had to guess, dude probably reached out to her. She probably thought he was attractive. Right. And, you know. She tried to have it approach it with genuine interest. Right. I get it. Or or he reached out and she researched him. Oh, shit, he about to go to the league. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. Then I can't, you know what I'm saying? But even still, that ain't necessarily praying because you initiated it. And you're of age, you know, but again, and, and that's, and that's kind of contradictory to my first thoughts on it when we first discussed it, but I had a little time to think about it. And, you know, again, if somebody that's of age is steady pressing you and pressing you and pressing you, and then you give in to them and, you know, a situation happened. Cause when she was explaining it on Kevin Samuels, um, she was, she was real genuine in terms of like, you know, I, I, I really wanted to be with dude. Like I, mm-hmm. I I've had all kinds of athletes from, Top five in a profession to unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, I could I could easily if I just wanted the money, I could have been got pregnant. That's true. Mm-hmm. Years ago. Especially when she said, "Yeah, I would have got an abortion if he asked me to." Right, right. Like so, I said, I ain't never really heard a story of her lying about anything right. she's done. Yeah, so yeah, it's just I, I respect it. I respect it. Her word is good. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah, even even with the whole, uh, you know. Target athletes because they stupid. They they don't use condom shit. That's real. Mm-hmm. Like because John Sally responded to that, mm-hmm. and he was on Vlad. He was resp- he responded to that. He was like he said when she said it, I was like wow. I mean she wasn't lying, but I was like wow. <laughs> <laughs> she actually said it. Right. But I mean you know real is real, and, yeah. and we all for honesty on this platform. So that's a fact. Uh, salute to Brit Brit, as as Kenny will say. Brit 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 Brit. All right, we're going to move on to the next situation. This is a clip that went viral. People have been sending it to us. Uh, it was a dude that said he left his five-year marriage because he was bored. I'm just going to play the clip. I want to get y'all response. Now, I didn't, I, I didn't already heard it. So, here, can you take the headphones and listen? <laughs> I got the headphones this time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is so ghetto to the motherfucker, boy. Okay, yeah, man, we got to make it work. What I love about it, just being us. It's on? Can you hear it? Nope, not yet. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, wait, it ain't, it ain't up. The only reason I left that relationship is one thing. So it might not look like it, but I was married for five years. And it was an incredible relationship. I did not have any problems in a relationship, emotionally, mentally, or physically, really. The only reason I left that relationship is one thing. I knew I wanted more. You might call that greedy. You might call that selfish, and I agree with you. You cannot get it out, get out in this world and live unless you are selfish. And what I what I've also realized now is that I'm not interested in getting in a relationship for comfort anymore. I want to grow to the highest level and I can't do that. Thoughts. Oh, my God. What was our thoughts on it? Man? It sounded like Darnell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to Darnell, man. <laughs> He said he was getting everything in the relationship. Yep. Yep. And it, and it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough because he he didn't want to be with one person, basically. Right. Or necessarily her. It, just, it was just she her. was just she just bores me. She didn't bring. She's the, doing everything else right, but I'm bored and like she doesn't give me that mm, feel. She didn't bring the maximum potential. Out right. There. Like again, which is why we like looks is so important to us. And people be looking at us like real shallow when we say that. But like as a man, your woman, when she walk in the room, she supposed to make you feel something. Like, oh, shit, girl. You know what I'm saying? Like just regularly, normally. Like that's she's supposed to make you feel something. And if she don't make you feel that, she could be doing everything else right. She could be being faithful. 
She be cooking, cleaning, all of that. And you would still be, you would have the mindset that he has right now. Damn. How you have an incredible relationship and then be bored? The relationship wasn't incredible. But I, that might come from like just waking up one day, like re- asking, really asking yourself, in a, in a, are in you a marriage, you don't, you don't just wake up one day in a marriage. Ugh. That shit happens through a period of time. You start thinking of something. I think that can happen in a regular relationship too and marriage. Because that's the chance you take date, being with somebody anyway. You can, they can love you to death. They can get you everything you want, every holiday, always up under you, care about you, whatever, and just randomly wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't know if we can do this anymore. That shit don't happen. That in can marriage, really bro. happen. That shit don't happen in marriage, bro. Okay. Thank you. I'm about to right tell y'all how it happens. That shit don't happen in marriage, bro. But I'm. But it happens. I'm about to tell y'all how it happens. Just how? wake up one day and say, "Hey, I don't want to be here." Yeah. It's 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 certain things that you just like have to go through like during a daily basis that you're not getting. I don't think so. You can't just. You can't like I'm getting everything from this woman. Everything I want from this woman, I just wake up and say, "You know what? Nope." Instead of being like, well, shoot, I'm getting everything from her, but I still need this. What do you still need? Why are you, why are you done with the relationship? Why? You know what a disconnect is? Is, is with everything. That, that word everything. Like people say, I'm, I'm getting everything from somebody, but which everything are we talking about? Are we talking about everything according to what common perception says a relationship should be? Or everything according to what I really want? And I think what a lot of men do is they'll go into a situation with a woman and, okay, I'm going to decide she's a good woman based on what common perception says is a good woman. And that's why dudes are like, look over like hoes or whatever the case may be. But I have the most fun in the world with her. But because common perception would make me look bad because I got a hoe, I'm not going to date her seriously. I'm going to go date a chick that's low-key, that's boring, and common perception accepts that. Oh, she's, you know, she ain't been passed around. She ain't been doing this. She, she cooks, she cleans, she doing everything else right. But that's she doesn't have the one of the main qualities that I want in a woman, which is being fun, raw, sex, like you know, uh, uh, spontaneous, all of that, which is what your 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 hoe got. But because of common perception, you will push her to the side and go be with somebody that's born, and that's how those type of situations happen. So now you in that situation, and you unfulfilled, 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 even though she's doing everything according to common perception, right? And then one day you just be like, you know what? This is not worth. Me being in this relationship no more. You don't give me what I need. And at this point, I don't give a damn what common perception is. I'm going to go find somebody that's going to give me that mm, when they walk in the room. So you never you never address the situation? That's why I don't get the, you just wake up one day. Like, uh, like that's still in the back of your head. Even, like you said, gave the whole situation. Mm-hmm. That's still in the back of your head. Like, oh, she's a hoe. That's why I can't. Right. It's not just one day you woke up. And yeah, no, no, hell no, hell no. <laughs> She's a hoe. I can't, I can't yeah, do it. Yeah. It was in the back of your head. You, you hear it. You just don't express it. Exactly. Just in the back of your head. That's why I don't get the. Oh, I just woke up one day and said I can't do this. Yeah, no, no, you. No, no. It was in the back of your head the whole time. You just never expressed it that hey, uh, you're, you're not fun or you're not you're not doing this. The thing that I need, whether it be sexually or physically or going out, you don't express that. You just gave up and say, you know what, I'm just gonna go find it. That's how I feel. That's how I feel though. When, you know if what the one day inc- is? If it's incredible, if the relationship is incredible, and you just wake up and say, oh, I'm done with it, that to me tells me you gave up. Mm. You didn't even give the person a chance to even try to give you that fun, that fun experience that you wanted. Because they already know how to do everything else. Right. They know how to do everything else, right? But instead of saying, hey, you know what? 
I, I love this about it, but I still need this from you. You didn't even give him a chance. You just say, you know what? I don't want to be with you. I'm done. You know what that one day is, though? Like, the, the epiphany doesn't come one day. The epiphany comes pretty early on. But the one day comes with, okay, I'm tired of pretending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the wake up one day means. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I, I, I can't do this no more. I'm tired of pretending. But you're right. That, that thought been in his head for years. Dude been married five years. It didn't take him five years to, under, to realize that his woman was born. It didn't. He knew that early. He can do that. And uh, to be, I feel like you didn't express it. Right. Right. Or he expressed it hoping that maybe she can kind of learn some of the aspects that I like in a woman and she wasn't able to. But it still didn't take five years for, the, no. for, you, for you to know that this ain't going that way. And, it, and in that case, I would say the relationship wasn't incredible like he said. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Maybe it was incredible towards the, like you said, common perception. of um, Yeah. She was incredible in that way, but mm-hmm. anything else that I wanted from her, she, she wasn't great at. Exactly. In my eyes, that's not an incredible relationship because I'm not basing my relationship on what the world wants a, a woman to be. I want it to be incredible off of what I, I want you to be exactly. or, you know, how I see a woman in my life. But here's a, here's a question, though, like, because I feel like this is a very deep topic. We can get pretty uh, in-depth on this. Do y'all feel like there's a pressure upon men to pick women that please them according to common perception instead of what we actually want? Mm. Say pressure? Yeah, as far as judgment, as far as outside perception, like, it's it's a sense of pressure. Like, because... Again, just hypothetically, like the example I just gave, right? Like the funnest woman in a dude's life is typically, more times than not, the hoe that he cannot be seen in public with. But every time they're together, it's a blast. Like y'all joking, y'all connecting. She she understands you sexually, so y'all having a good time. And don't get me wrong, you are dating her in moderation, so we got to factor that in. But it's still like like she gets you because she's, a lot of times her mind works like yours, but that's... You know, so that kind of factors into her getting you. But in your head, you like, we could never be together because of how you are. Even though you make me happy. Like, every time we together, it's just fun. But they would kill me. They would judge me if I had you on my arm, knowing everybody done ran through you or whatever the case may be. Do you feel like it's a pressure on men to say, you know what? I'm just going to bypass being happy for real and just go with what common perception says that I should have? Nope. I don't think it's a pressure. Mm. I think people, once you get married, I think people overlook that whole situation. Typically. Mm. Like Drea. She was, you know, she was uh, a uh, hoe in the streets and she started dating Victor Cruz. You ain't hear shit about it. True. You got uh, oh. Tiana Taylor used to be in the streets too. She was with a lot of people mm. before then. She was dating. She, Tiana Taylor was out. She was, she was bisexual. Dating. She was going both ways. That everybody knew that, and then she got with uh, Iman. Iman, and now it's, there's a couple goals. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Miracle you know, Watts. She, she got. She finally married uh, uh, Yeezy. Everybody just you know threw the whole Reggie Bush situation away. Her getting married and and divorced in less than seventy two hours. Jason Collins. You know, NBA, like NBA player. She was who uh, the football player for Dallas Cowboys, the wide receiver. Uh, she was dating him at one time. The one that was nothing. Austin Miles. Yeah. I mean Miles Austin. Yeah. Every, you know, people forget that shit. Like, they, once you get married, you'd already hit a goal. They can't talk about you. you know, whether it be a woman or a man, you married now. Somebody love you. Somebody love you for who you are. So I don't think that's the pressure. I think the pressure is who, well, I'll put it to me. The pressure would be who my family would accept. 
that 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 factors in. I, I would I would when I say accept, I would go race wise. Because I've had a lot of fun with people that women that weren't my race. You know what I'm saying? White girls, because I never dated a white girl. But Mexican, Nicaraguan, whatever you want to call it. Hispanic. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean whatever. Uh, Hispanics, you know. I've had a lot of fun with them. But I just, hey, our culture's don't align. Mm. Well, see, but that's that's an example. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's outside pressure. But, if, like, if y'all was vibing perfect, was everything was cool, you, you enjoyed it for real. That's still a hurdle that you have to I, w- I wouldn't say, when you was you saying whole-wise, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that's a pressure. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, I, I think a lot of us overlooked that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people overlooked that. But, I mean, I just use that as an example. But we, yeah. we can we can go, like, that. that's that's a part of it. But race is, is another part. Because especially in the black community. And, like, you bring a white girl to most black mamas, she's going to look at you like, the hell is you doing? And y'all might vibe perfect. You know what I'm saying? But she may be fun. She may be doing whatever the case may be. But you, you in your back of your head, you like I don't know if I could bring her to the crib. So instead, I'm gonna go date somebody else. I'm gonna go date somebody within my race and just kind of be unhappy and just cheat on her with the woman that I really like. That, that's real. That, that 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 happens a lot. Ghost. <laughs> right. <laughs> it happens a lot though. So I mean, you know, that's just my to old oh, dude. You, you feel like it's a pressure on men to date who. You know, common perception says that he should date. To be honest, I don't think there is pressure. I think the I think the men create the pressure themselves. Yeah, because True. honestly, the quote unquote hoes that be in the streets, I mean, they may not get married, but they always cuffed. So clearly, the men that's cuffing them don't care. True. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of them women, they get a lot of opportunities. It's just a matter of. I don't know whether them's just settling down, them having fun. You know, a lot of times they 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 be fun. They be like the complete package. Mm-hmm. They just don't be ready to settle down. It's just, they just act like men mm. in the sense. They just don't be ready to settle down. But once they do, once they are ready to settle down, for the most part, they be cool. But they still, you know, it's that baggage, it's that, you know, track record that we always talk about. And so I think when it's time to marry, that's – that's kind of when I think it's in the back of men's head on making the permanent decision. There we go. Let's go. Dating, dating wise, I don't think it's an issue. Right. It's, it's that marriage. It's that next step. It's that if I settle down with this person, will she go back to her old ways? You know what I'm saying? So. Okay, and just just question, just in in your experience, in y'all experience, uh, for the men who have settled with that type of woman, has she generally gone back to that type of behavior? Or has she just flipped her life around completely? Just, just in y'all experience, just hy- you know, hypothetically, if y'all knew a woman that was like what a hoe? Yeah, shit, I'm a hoe, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> a hoe. You know I'm a hoe. <laughs> How do they know? Cause they told you so. <laughs> uh, honestly, I wouldn't know, cause I've only dated two women in my life, so. Mm-hmm. That's, this is facts. Don't smack your lips. Yeah, that's true. So Seriously, when, Anthony dated. can answer this. Yeah, yeah. So when you hang You're out, right. what are you doing when you hang out with these women? That's it, just hanging. Yeah. When I when I think date, so you ain't dated women for like three, four months. Like it wasn't no. your girl. No. So you don't have nobody that you kick it with consistently. Well, I have people that I can kick it with whenever throughout the year if I want to. We still stay in contact. So that's not dating. That's not no. That's just that's, hanging out. To me, that's not dating. That's that's somebody. Whenever I'm in town, hey, want well, meet up? Let's go. If, or if I'm, you know, we in the city, hey, I hit you up. That's not date. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's it's based on convenience. It's not like dating is like a steady, consistent 
kind of ob- you know I I'm kind of ob- obligated to you in a sense. That's what dating is, but conveniences is like okay, hey, whenever I get some free time, just pull up, smash, and dip. But it ain't no deep conversations. It ain't no you know us bonding. It ain't no rules. It ain't no nothing like that. So I mean, I I, I see what he's saying. Ain't no fun. What's that? I want to have deep conversation. I got deep conversation with everybody. Nah, we not not everybody. Nah, not everybody. Yeah. But I'm saying if you cool and we can kick it, we can kick it. But but when see, I, when I think a date, it's like I'm obligated to like give you like respect. <laughs> hey, that sound wild. But, but, but finish like respect, respect in a way of <laughs> I know what you mean. Talking to somebody else or right or giving my time to other people. Right, right. Like if I'm you know dating somebody and I say oh I'm going on this date with somebody I feel like that's disrespectful because we're we're trying to get to that point of exclusivity. I disagree. And I can't bit. get to that point of exclusivity if I'm out here dating other going on dates with other people. I think you could date multiple people at one time. Can I'm, you seriously date multiple? Because it's again, yes. I, I think the the disconnect is dating. Yes, like everybody has different, uh, you know, different definitions of it. You feel like you could seriously date, like be attentive and all of that to multiple people at one time. Is what you're saying? Yes, I've done it plenty of times. So, but I, but I think it's it's just multiple times. I mean, yes, yes, you can, yes, you can. Because you, I mean, we just kicking it. Like I could, I could hang out with you on a Friday night. I could hang out with this person on Saturday. I hang out with this person on Sunday, and we spend hold on several hours together. And it'd be hold on. Come on, Jess. Boo. <laughs> and you got Taco Bell, bro. Ill. I know that Fish. pH off. <laughs> pH off. <laughs> I'll bet we had a our bottle service coming here. Uh, um, but yeah, so so you said okay. So if you dating a chick Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, can you honestly say that you like equally invested in all of them? If I'm dating you Tuesday through Sunday, you damn near my girl. No, 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 no. Not you Tuesday through Sunday. You said I got a chick for Tuesday. I got a chick for Thursday. I got a chick for Sunday. Or you could you possibly like really be equally invested in all of them? If you single. I mean, no, they're not going to equally be equally invested, but you're trying to – it's playing the field, like we're saying, when you got your roster. Because you can date when you have your roster. You can have several that you kind of see yourself you can be with. And so with those, you're going to treat accordingly. Those, you're going to take out on a date. Those, you may take a trip. You know, you may spend a, you know, a few extra dollars. The ones that's towards the bottom of your list, those are the ones you're only pulling up late at night and doing what you got to do and leave. Right. So I think, yeah, because you're trying to – like, in between all that stuff, you're just trying to find who's the right one for you. So if I'm, for example, if you're talking to five chicks, first two cool, that you five. have on your roster, I mean, you know, this is when you had time. But, like, first two, you know, you can really spend time with both of them almost equally. Like, on some, on some this is my main chick and then I have my side chick type stuff, almost. I get what, I get what he's saying. I mean, I get what he's saying, but my, de- my definition of date is totally different from a lot of people, so... If I say I'm dating you, that means you're technically my girlfriend. We are we are making the next step to taking this more serious than you know just occasional hanging out. We're moving towards okay, hey, let's 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 maybe move in together. No, let's maybe dating. You know, no, when I say date, I'm you, you are my girlfriend now. We are dating. I can't give nobody else no time. We are dating. 
See again, but that's what I that's said. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah, all but depends on the definition yeah, of dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody I mean, definition everybody, different. Everybody says if you go on a date with somebody, if you go to you know dinner with somebody, that's a date. You're dating, you know. And right. I, so if that's I'm, the shit, case. I'm, if, if I if I go out to lunch with my boys, I'm going on a date with them. Yes, a lunch yeah, date. Me, oh, yes, so we you, on a date. Me and you are dating now. Lunch <laughs> date with your boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you get extra cherries on your Shirley Temple. Oh, hey, man, we're not doing it. Is that it. why you picked up the tab? we not doing Don't it. Don't expect nothing after that. <laughs> I spent over $40. <laughs> you know what I need. You know what I need. Pull them briefs to the side. <laughs> Niggas wild enough. Hey, man, <laughs> we not going to do that. We not going to do that. Oh, shit. Um, Booty is more important <laughs> than water. a glass of water. <laughs> I need you. I like you, and I want you. I want you. Oh, it's an easy that. way to hold. But but yeah, nah. But again, like I I view it a bit differently because I feel like most women you don't really got a date. To be honest, like like if you a man that's like highly sought after, or a man with options, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not really taking a lot of women on dates, or like she may be coming to kick it, or she may be she may pull up while I'm going to eat, but it's not. A situation like, hey, uh, will you go with me to this rest? Like setting an actual date up. You don't really have to mm. do that a lot. That's, that's what I'm saying. Two. Mm-hmm. You, you could do that with like two. Three But is a stretch. But I think you could, you could do that with two. But it's a, but see, I, well, I disagree as you're not going to be as equally invested in both of them. I don't know. I can't say that. I can't say that. Wow. Well, you could have two quality women, and it's almost on some, I'm just trying to see which one has the flaw that I don't like? Like, which one is the lesser of two evils? Do they both talk? What you mean by talk? Do they both talk? <laughs> if they talk, that's they both got a flaw. <laughs> they don't shut up. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> but, you know, it could be on some, like, for example, just random example. Random. This is literally random example. It could be, like, um, a woman has a kid. but She's great. Great personality. Looks good, got her own place, own car. You know, just run the list down. Great woman, but she has a kid, okay? Then you can have a woman who may not be making as much money, but she, you know, her personality may be a little more bubbly. She's more into sports. You know, she got a good job, but it's not as good as the one with the kid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But she doesn't have a kid. So it's like, you know, so when, in that, when you're in that position like that, it's like, okay, do I take the one that's, you know, it's, I feel like both, you can kind of weight them on a similar playing field, especially if they both good women. Mm. So that's why when I've said before, like, just because you're a good woman doesn't necessarily mean that I want to be with you. But it ain't your fault. You know, it's just sometimes just a scenario that you're in. Well said. Uh, on that note, man, we're going to get into quick hits. I can't hear shit. I can't hear the clapping. I can't hear nothing. You don't. You don't need to hear none of that. Make it clap, clap. Um. <laughs> damn. This this is a bit deep. I don't know if we should do this one because y'all been drinking a little bit. But fuck it, we gonna do it. I've been drinking. First quick hit question is: What defense mechanisms kept you safe in the past that you may need to let go today? And context, right? Is or example. Um, maybe maybe in the past you was kind of shelled off or you was kind of distant, like when you ran into a situation that you was uncomfortable with and that's how you kind of, you know, navigated it or whatever. But like now, say for instance, you're in a relationship, if y'all have an issue, you can't be distant. You can't, 
you know, go to what your quote unquote safe space was because that's that works to the detriment of the relationship. So that's like a, a example of what I mean. Like what defense mechanisms did you have in the past that you have to let go today if you're gonna successfully date? Damn, Steve. No, man. That, it was it was a bit. I told y'all niggas to be drinking all though. Y'all wanna get in that bag. God damn. Uh <laughs> My defense mechanism is uh, that I do need to change is I don't know how to elaborate on this, but I say I hate arguing. Mm. So my defense mechanism will be shutting down. Perfect. I don't care if I'm right, wrong. I'm just not going. Once the situation gets out of control or start yelling and back, I'm not. I don't deal with that. I don't. I don't do the yelling. I don't do none of that arguing shit. So, mm. and I think that's what hurt my previous relationship because I didn't communicate what I wanted because once the shit happened, hey, I'm just going to shut down. I don't care what was said. You right. Okay, cool. I don't Damn. care. I'm right. Hey, you right. I don't care. Cool. It is what it is. And that kind of fed into, okay, hey, you don't even fight back for the relationship mm. in my eyes. So now I, I, I probably should let go of that, just shutting down and speaking my mind and, you know, find the right way to speak about it. And that's, in due part, you still have to pick the right partner where you're able to communicate without arguing, too. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, that'd be my defense mechanism. Big right? one. Big one. Oh? Man, I don't know. It's kind of hard. Um, stranger, strangely enough, I've been told that they feel like I don't, I'm not just open with emotions and open with just talking about my past. I think that'll be one thing. But it's like, I don't know. I just feel like it don't come up. You don't ask about it. I'm not, I mean, if you ask me about it, we can have an in-depth conversation about everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, someone asked, like, why don't you talk about your pops that much? And it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't just, how do you just lead a conversation about that? About somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, not here anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, it's things like that where they feel some people try to read me and they feel I'm hard to read. But I'm like, I'm not hard to read. I'm just I'm Otis. Take like literally take me as I am in that moment. Don't overthink it because I can be on 10. I can be on level one. Like, that's just me. I'm up. I'm down all over the place. That's just, you know, what I'm saying how I am as a person. So there's not no. But it's every, everything. How I move, though, is genuine. But sometimes it can be confusing, you know, so. Okay, so, so you would say that your defense mechanism is if a situation may hit too close to home, whatever the case may be, or you uncomfortable with it, you would kind of put a wall up or kind of, like, create confusion to kind of keep you safe from whatever the issue is going on? If it connects to past trauma, you try to steer away from that? Mm, that's a good one. I wasn't thinking of it that way, but I could, but I don't avoid it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, if it comes up, I can talk about it. I can talk about it all day. But I'm not just open about it. I, that's that's the main thing. One of the main things I've I've heard in like past relationships, like they feel like I'm some type of mystery. Like no matter how much I get to know about that person and really try to over communicate, over communicate, they feel like I still kind of leave some things like unsaid or unaddressed. Mm. So, but I don't. But shit, I honestly don't know how to. How to do that? I don't. I'm not just open about past stuff. I'm not just. I am an open book. Whatever you want to know, I'm gonna tell you. But I, I don't just. I don't just lead with that. Right. And I think sometimes that can be 
I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's like confusion or they don't feel like I'm as interested or whatever, but it's just it's like it's me. I'm, just, I'm here. Valid. Um, mine, I would say, would be uh, uh, being vindictive, I think, is my safe space. Like, it's almost more comfortable for me to be kind of, um, for, for me to not be, I don't want to say cool or agreeable, but and not like for me to have an issue with people, but like that, like that's why I feel safest at. Mm-hmm. But when I, you know, you you take people in, you embrace people, um, relationships included, you make yourself vulnerable, and just being vulnerable is something that just, I'm extremely uncomfortable with, even even to this day. Mm, you know what right. I'm saying? So which is why, like, uh, example, right? Like for a while, like when I when I walked into a room, like I would have like a a, a insult in my head for everybody. Just immediately, just in case, type of shit, like that that type of thing. You built bad, you short as right. Man. You ain't got no money. You- just in case, like somebody play with me, but but if you notice, like that's why I don't really really play like that with people. Mm-hmm. I don't really joke like that with people. I don't really, you know play fight, play say disrespectful things, da 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 da, because I don't really have a um, filter. I feel like if I if I say something, it's gonna it's gonna it's going to be in a vindictive mindset. Okay. Because that that's what my comfort zone is. So I'm I'm trying to go for the juggle. Which worked for me growing up, you know, but when you're in a relationship, that's fucking terrible for your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like if she, you know, if y'all get in an argument or whatever, and in your head you immediately go to the worst fucking thought you can think of or the worst insult you can think of, or, you know, if she does something you don't like, you go to the extreme, you know, two times, three times what she did, to you know, feel like okay, now we can come to the table and talk. That's that's fucking terrible. And for a while, my relationship suffered because of it. If we're gonna be honest, certain things that she would get on me about, and you know, in my head, I immediately go to, you don't have a reason to talk to me about that because you did X, Y, Z, da 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 da. This reason, that reason, this reason, that reason. And it's like immediately, it's quick. You know what I'm saying? And it's a situation that is kind of unarguable because I'm right. But it's immature, you know what I'm saying? And it's not, you know, I guess giving somebody grace to make mistakes. Because if you make a mistake, then in my head, I'm, I'm vindictive. So I got to match that or I got to double that before we can come to the table and get back on even ground. You know what I'm saying? Like my, my mind is like very, very Damn. warped that way. I feel like I've been vindictive. Man, you fucked up. I feel like I've For been sure. vindictive. <laughs> but I mean, it's, but that's, that, that's, that's real. But that's just like in... In in regular life, like if I'm in the streets or something, and somebody play with me, like I I can't let it go. Like if somebody do something to me bad, like I I I can't let it go. Like I I won't be able to sleep at night. Like that type of shit. Like that's how vindictive I am. That's why you won't play me in basketball no more. Well, I mean, I, I already I beat you I, down. I remember you I already bust your ass already. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, nah, I mean, but that's you know again, and that go to to the streets, to sports, to relationships, to whatever the games. Just losing just hurts. Like, it hurts when somebody can have something that they can hold over my head, and I didn't do nothing about it. And I think part of getting older and getting mature is, like, learning to let shit go. Like, like, that, like mm-hmm. that's not that important At all. for you to go above and beyond to, like, match and exceed the energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that would be, like, a safe space, uh, or like, a, uh, not a safe space, a defense mechanism that I had to let go today because that serves me... Well, not at all in no aspect of my life right now. 
Damn. on the job, in my relationship, amongst my guys. None, like nothing that I'm doing right now that is going to improve my situation. So that's something that I had to let go. I feel like I've I done that in the past, but for me it wasn't – I wasn't trying to be vindictive. Mine was more so I felt I was – shit. Mine, I was felt – I had like my back was against the wall. And so that's when I was like when, – when I was talking about kind of being petty by keeping, keeping tabs. It ain't that I'm trying to keep tabs, but it's that if you keep attacking me and I'm not even bothering you, eventually I'm like, okay, now I'm about to run this whole goddamn list down from shit that you didn't did that I never addressed. Now, some stuff wasn't my fault, absolutely, because I should have addressed it. Yeah. But, it's, but it's absolutely, I take 100% accountability for that. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, there's just, you know, as men, there are things that come up in relationships sometimes where you feel like we shouldn't even have a discussion about this because it's so small. Mm. But to them, to them it's big. So with that, you got to, you know, adjust and adapt. But, yeah, I damn, yeah, I would do that. But, I, like I said, I didn't feel like I was trying to be vindictive. I was more so as a defense mechanism, like, hey, you didn't, you didn't tell me this. You didn't disrespect me this way. I ain't like when you said this. I ain't like when you said that. And I never addressed it. But you want to bring up, you know what I'm saying, I, I left your shoes outside and you got wet. You know, like, I don't, you know what I'm saying, some <laughs> shit like that. So, damn, that's, that's some, that was some real shit, though. Yeah, dope shit, which leads me to the, the, the next one. Um, where's the line? Because, like, most men, right, when we're in relationships, most men just don't want to argue. So we end up letting a lot of shit slide due to that, like not want to argue. I just, I just don't feel like dealing with that, whatever the case may be. Where's the line, or where should the line be between things we should address and things we should just let go because we don't feel like arguing? Mm. Or do you feel like we should just address anything that's bothering us right on spot? If it has to do with respect or your morals or something that hits your self-esteem. Mm. And family, I would say. Maybe those four things. I would dress right there and there. But if you say you didn't fold the towels this way, <laughs> all right, I'll fold the towels that way. Cool. What I mean, you know, little things like that. No, but that's real because sometimes they'll get you know, mad. I'm not gonna, I'm not yeah. gonna hold a stick on on that later on down the line. We get an argument. Oh man, when you told me to fold the towels this <laughs> way, well, you ain't fold the towels that way. So you know, that's being petty. That's being childish. That's right. that's not how you try to resolve argument. That's how you add on, add fuel to the fire, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But when it's like something that's disrespectful, like when if you don't curse at her and she start cursing at you, to me, y'all know me, I'm big on cursing. That's that's like a lack of respect to me. Right. Start cursing at me. Hey, I'm gonna dress right there. Hey, I don't curse at you. Don't do that to me. I don't put my hands on you. Don't put your hands on me. You know, don't address my self esteem. Don't address. You know, don't don't do something that attacks my morals. Mm. That's when you address things like that. Valid. Oh, repeat the question. Where's the line between things that you just you know let go? Because I don't really feel like this is that big of a battle worth me fighting. Or you address? Or do you feel like anything that makes you uncomfortable, you should address it right out the gate? No, I don't think you should address everything right out the gate. Um, I'm just, most. I mostly agree with Kenny. The one part I would disagree with was like the um, self-esteem mm. part. Because I mean, if you, because you could say something I can accidentally tell them, you know, my girl something or whatever, you know, inadvertently and, you know, it affect her type of way. I wouldn't expect her to address it right then. Mm. Most women wouldn't. 
I I don't think I would. But in in that moment, I'd be like, hmm, like damn, okay. I think for for, for me, I, that I can wait on. We can talk about that tomorrow, next week, or just. But then, but why would you wait? Like, why would you talk about tomorrow when y'all having a good day, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? When you said this about my <laughs> right. my hairline, that's the best time. No, it's not. Y'all having a good time. Now you're going to start a... Yeah, a, a, yeah. No, y'all should be... Because if, if you no. said they sit on, on accident, they didn't know it was like right. that. So I'm going I'm to respect that. So I'm not coming at you to try to argue with you. I'm just addressing the issue real quick. So why couldn't you just dress right there when y'all was still having a good time? And they didn't mean to say it in a harmful way. It was like, hey... I might you know, have been in my feelings at that moment. So I don't know how I would have said it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just, I could have I came off as whining or something in that moment. But... If I got a you know a night to sleep over it, I could be, hey baby, you know what? You know what I'm saying? You told me that, you know, my, my barber fucked up my edge up and I was really like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you how you said it. <laughs> With your fucked up head like you know, I don't know. But I'm just saying, but no, I, I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind waiting on something like that. That that wouldn't be an issue to me. Cause we still adults. We still care about each other the same. You're not you you didn't or the example I'm using, she didn't, you know, may have not used it. To try to hurt me, mm-hmm. so it's like we just having a conversation real quick. Hey, I just want to talk about this real quick. Do you mind not mentioning this, or it made me feel a certain way? You know, what I'm <laughs> I want to talk about this real quick. You had you a second. You ever do that relationship? You got a second? Come on, fam. You got a second? Yeah. Come you on, fam. We having a good day. We out on the beach. They do we it chilling. All the time. We got mojitos all of a sudden. They do it all the time. Babe, you remember that time you talked about my hairline? We having a good time out here on the beach, and you want to come at me about some hairline? Which is all about to say we, we get on women for doing that all the time. For we can't we can't repeat the the energy if we trying to change. It. Like because women do that shit. Like they'll let shit go, whatever, and we kicking it, watching a movie. We on dating shit. Um, I uh I've been thinking. They, whatever motherfucker say, I, I've been thinking. But they trying to start an argument though, because they'll ask you a question. A difficult ass question, how they answer it, it don't matter which way you answer it, you're in a tough position. Okay. All I'm doing is just addressing it real quick. Hey, when you said this, da, 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 I just I just wanted to let you know. And then okay. I'm done with it. Okay, question. Because right. when cause yeah. when you say that they trying to start an argument, I think that that depends on perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> okay. so again, okay. if it's you know, in, in they head, they feel like what what you just said, you know, I'm I just need to get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to start an argument, but I just need to get this out there. Mm-hmm. But you, but you may feel like that's arguing. So I'll flip it around and say, okay, if it's if it's um, I would I would I would ask you like I would say that it could be perceived that you're trying to start an argument, and this is why. Uh, do you feel like women take criticism well? Hell no. Right. So so when you bring that up, you you kind of know what's coming, right? Yes, but I'm I'm gonna also lead with I ain't trying to argue. I ain't trying to I'm, No it's not When when does that ever work Man then, <laughs> You know relationship dog Then that means They need some help That's why I say What, what woman doesn't need some help Oh well shit That's why I say Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> you know Hey, hey baby hey this hey, is that's problem. Hey, I just got why, back from. Why can't I already, just say how I feel? Why can't I just say it It don't matter how you feel Why can't I just say it They can say it Why, why can't, can't you say, say it right then and there Why do I have to though That's my choice well, see, the the reason I wouldn't say it right then and there is because if it's bothering me, then I'm probably mad, and I don't I don't feel like I'm I'm a good person to have that type of conversation with when I'm mad. So I need a little time to calm down, because if I have it while I'm mad, then it's gonna be. Yeah, I may not say it the way. Yeah, I should. it's not gonna be right. You want it's me not to gonna communicate be effectively? You want my tone to be correct and all that? So I may need just a night to sleep on it real quick. 
You go get from the barbershop. I'm gonna take you out to breakfast. <laughs> you no, know, you don't. You know the barber fucked up your edge, and then you get home. Baby, you already like, mad. And, and your wife like, your wife's like, damn, baby, uh, what? Shut up. What's your barber? <laughs> your barber mess up your edge up. It's like, yeah, babe. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> she said, was it? Damn, was your barber first lady? Was he what's, going what's, through something? What's, what's going did on? You, did you go to a new barber? Today? Babe, I know. You know what? Babe, I know. Please don't remind me of that. Okay, cool. We can end that right there. Instead of three days later. Remember when you talked about the barber pushing my hair back? Like, why? Why yeah. even bring it up three days later? It's gone. It's been. It's there. It's done. But I mean, it, I mean, just like old saying, everybody process different though in terms right. of communicating. I mean, it just is what it is. You I mean, had a bad day. You just had a bad day. You thinking the fresh cut gonna save you? That was a bad day. It's six o'clock, so you got to go home and sleep with that. Or he cutting, and you got an event tonight, or you going to the club? Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's had an event. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's over with. If I can't wear no hat, it's over with. Um, my line would be, I guess, anything that could become a staple down the line. I feel like I need it. Like, if it makes me uncomfortable right now, and if I let it go, like, this could become a staple, then that's what I feel like I need to address right there on the spot. And, like, an example that would, right, would be, um, say, like, cooking, right? Um... I, you know, I would like for you to cook a certain certain amount of times a week, right? So if, say, a week pass and you don't cook at all, that's going to bother me, right? But most, a lot of dudes would be like, well, that ain't really worth addressing right there. Let's just kind of wait and see. Mm-hmm. But me. I need a pattern. Yeah. But me, I feel like if I don't address it right there, then in her mind, she's going to process this shit as like, okay, oh, it's cool. He ain't, he ain't really tripping. So I ain't got to, you know, cook the two or three times a week, whatever the case. You know, maybe I can kind of rest in this you know, this spot, I can just cook when I feel like it. And I feel like down the line, that could become a mm. staple and that could lead to you being negligent in terms of that area. Now, that, that's just the example. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could substitute that with sex. You could substitute that with um, uh, cussing at you, like Kenny say. You can substitute that with just uh, uh, nagging, arguing, whatever the case may be. Um, I feel like anything that could become a staple down the line that I'm uncomfortable with, we're addressing it right there on the spot. I'm not waiting for it. I don't need to see a pattern. Hey, I don't like this. We need to get this fixed. But how Period. do you? But I don't think you would always know if something's gonna become a staple, though, right? Unless it happened. I think it gotta happen at least twice for you, for you to know it might become a staple. Well, um, if a week go by, you ain't cook, babe. It's been a week. What's going on? That's you what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's seven days done passed and you ain't cooked shit. Hey, <laughs> what she going to say? Had a busy week. Why yeah. your ass ain't get on the kitchen? <laughs> exactly. I'm about to say, why you ain't right. cooked? That's what she going to say. But you could be like, hey, in that week time, I didn't cook three times this week. You ain't got your ass up one time to go cook? Hell no. Nah. That's niggas, real. Most niggas ain't cooking, though. Let's talk about it. Right. But I mean, true. But but either or, the the purpose of it is, like, if if I feel like that shit can settle in, it's just like sex. Let's say let's say, let's say your woman go two weeks. We're we not doing that. We're not doing that today. Um, but yeah, let, let's let's just say that you know your girl go two weeks without giving you no sex, mm-hmm. and she could be having a busy week. Mm-hmm. Uh, work's hectic, whatever the case may be. I had this, I had that, I had mm-hmm. this, I had that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that type of thing can become a staple if you don't address that on the spot. Like if you don't. Bring it to the forefront of her head. She may think about it, but it may not be of importance or it may not be priority to her. So she'll be like, uh, okay, I'll just get around to it. Unless you bring it up right there. Hey, look, you know, in two weeks, I ain't got no sex. I I'm not cool with that. That ass. That's What's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So that's my line. That's what I feel like my, my line is. If it could become a staple down the line that I'm uncomfortable with, we're addressing it right there on the spot. 
That's just real. I don't, I don't disagree with you. I would just, like I said, I, I just want to know, for you, how would you know, or when would you be able to tell that it could be a staple? Well, see, I, so I, shit you, I just, yeah, I just feel like yeah. some you may not know. It could just be a one-off. But, but see, you know what I, you, before then, you can't, you can't pay for it if. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I just fact in human behavior, right? Like, that, that's, that's just like working out, right? If you, if you working out five days a week today uh, for like months or whatever the case may be, and, you know, it could be a consistent routine, but then all of a sudden, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm going to miss today and tomorrow. Uh, okay, I'm going to miss tomorrow, too. I'm going to kind of, like, if you do that enough times, that five days a week will turn into one or none. And, 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 that's, and that's just human nature. Yeah. Whether it's working out, whether it's cooking, whether it's sexing. Like, you, you, you get into something, you know, you're going to veer more towards comfortability than obligation. And, and that's just how human nature works, right? So that's why I say I'm going to address it right on the spot. So I ain't going to even give you the chance for that shit to become normal. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the mindset behind it. Good answer, oh, Steve. Good answer, Steve. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, on that note, man, we're going to get in the advice. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Give me Jim. Give me Give Joe. Me Jim. <laughs> Jim, go up there and fuck the whole point scheme up. <laughs> All right, man. First one is from. Make sure I can say the name. Diamond, Patreon. Diamond in the back with the sun on top. Diamond in the sun with Uh, says, hey crew, I hope y'all are doing well. I'm 21 and graduating from college next May with a bachelor's in psychology. The career I plan on going into is human resources. As I get closer to graduation and applying to jobs, I'm trying to understand how to save money for the future. Is there any advice you can give on how to save for while you're younger and saving for retirement? Any tips or advice would be greatly appreciated. Hmm. Save what you can save. I think I read one thing. You should live off of your bill should be no higher than 30% of what your monthly income is. Yeah. So if you want just one tip, I would say use that as a means of how you save your money. Your bills only total thirty percent of what your monthly income is. That's hard. That means you got to live in a shack. <laughs> or you got to make some more money. Yeah, yeah. Or you got to make some <laughs> money. So your thirty percent is higher. One, one way. I mean, there's always multiple ways to save money. Nobody's nobody's certain way of saving money is going to work for you. Right. Everybody has their own way of being able to save money. That's true. Some people, you know, like me, I don't. I don't. If I don't see it, if it comes out my check before I see it, I don't know it's there. I don't know it's gone. So you can set something up to where. Before your check goes to your main account, you have a separate account that that money goes straight to, Automated. and you don't see it. Facts. Mm-hmm. You can. Sure. There's there's lots of ways to do that, but I'm also one that likes to have fun. So, mm-hmm. you know, I enjoy my money. You can't die with it. You know, retirement's not always promised, so you can put away. Facts. You know what you want, but also you know enjoy your time here. Sometimes you might get a little debt. You know, buy that nice car that you want. If you can afford it, if you can afford it, <clears throat> you know, go out, go do something. You know. Maybe live once once out the year, paycheck to paycheck for two months, so you can go do some experience that you probably won't get a chance to do again, like go out the country or something. Uh, you know, don't hurt yourself, but you know, enjoy life. A lot of people get stuck on you know for retirement. Shoot, by the time you hit retirement, goddamn, Social Security might be age seventy one, seventy two. A lot of people ain't living to that age, and if you live to that age, that you need be gone. Ten, a ten pound bag of, of pills to just stay alive. Uh, Who wants to live that way? I don't. So, you know, I save, I have a 401k and all that stuff, but I still live for now. I spend money like 
They grow on trees. It's a fact. You do. do spend too much money. God damn. I do, but I still, I still have my way. I save a little bit here and there. And, and, mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. financial tips. I definitely agree with Kenny. I mean, I'm definitely not the person that we for saving it because I love to spend some money, <laughs> especially on some damn food. Uh, but I mean, I you know got got money in stocks and crypto. You know, what I'm saying here and there. So that's kind of what I've been using as of late for my savings and, and growth and, and things like that. So just putting, you know, when you get paid, put a little bit to the side and watch that shit grow. I mean, that, that's what I love about stocks and crypto right now because what I wasn't even thinking about before, like you put your money in a savings account, you know, if you don't have certain amounts, they, they charge you. Right. <laughs> and take away your money. You trying to save and they taking it away. Mm-hmm. So um, using those, you know what I'm saying, those things and investing in or just find other investments. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know, want to make some more type of money. You got a side business. You want to sell some clothes or, you know what I'm saying, anything to generate some kind of residual income. Mm-hmm. I think that's key. Mm, yeah, I, I would say the um, first thing you need to do is, like, learn money first. I think that's where a lot of us mess up at. Like, when we growing up, our parents be like, oh, save, 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 right. save. But I, a lot of us don't really know how money works. Mm. So I would say, like, Take some classes to kind of learn how money works. Learn what IRAs are. Learn what stocks are. Learn what crypto are. Like how how everything works, and then that you know you'll be better equipped to save it. Um, but again, as far as like once you get the information, I think like a good method to save is similar to what Kenny said: is living on a portion of your income, whether it's thirty, whether it's forty, fifty percent, whatever the case may be. Big Meat said ten percent, but you know Big, Big Meat was you know getting a thousand bricks a, a month. Crazy. But that's another conversation. Um, Again, it's about living on less than what you make, and a lot of us can't do that. And that's why so many of us, regardless of how much money we make, just living check to check. Because a lot of, especially black folks, we feel like shit, the more money we make, the more we're going to spend. So now that I'm making, you know, I was making 30000 I was getting by just fine with that, but now I'm making a hundred. So, you know, I'm going to go buy me a bigger car. I mean, a nicer car. I'm going to go buy me a bigger house. I'm going to go buy me more clothes. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. You know what I'm saying? So... We end up just upping our expenses to match whatever the income is. Yep. I think that's the main way people fuck up. But if you can get used to living on a, you know, a percentage, whatever that percentage is, and you can really stand on that. Bonus come, I'm standing on my percentage. Inc- a raise come, I'm standing on my percentage. Then you'll be all right. So all of this shit boils down to discipline. I mean, we can mm-hmm. give you a detailed game plan on how to save money, but you got to go actually implement it. Mm-hmm. And most people can't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that will be my answer to that. Um. We're going to move on to the next one. This is from Ali, Patreon member. God damn, Ali. What's that, a Harry Potter novel? Ali, chapter 10. (laughs) Jesus. All right, man. Folks say, uh, you know the name. Uh, Finna get my $20 worth again. Sorry, but I'm not sorry. Uh, so if y'all remember the very first question I brought up to y'all back in February this year about my dad being in my life for a couple of years, then dipping for 14 and was abusive, uh, showed my brother favoritism, threatened me and all that. And since I spoke uh, with my cousin that had the stroke and got me talking to the nigga again, right? Well, I finally opened that Pandora's box two weeks ago and had the conversation. And man, if it's a word that's worse than disappointment, let me know. Because after all these years and hearing it from the horse's mouth, it's disheartening. Nigga said a whole bunch of nothing, talked in circles like a female, and tried to point fingers instead of owning up to his shortcomings. In the words of AC, listen to what's not being said. 
uh, not once did he say things like, uh, the past is the past. Let me try and be a better father to you now that you're 23 and a young man and not a little boy anymore. And honestly, son, I'm sorry, but I wasn't ready for that responsibility then. But let me try to make amends going forward now that you and your brother are both grown. And to be honest, if he said that right there, I would have forgave him. But nope, no admitting that he did really anything wrong. Uh, tried to pin down there everything on my mama by saying because he didn't want to go through the court battles and costs, he just left us with her and accepted uh, getting us more than just every other week and sometimes not even that. Uh, all what I heard was excuses. It was like, damn, a little money go break you, gonna break you that bad and we wasn't worth fighting for to be more in your son's life besides less than 25 days of fucking year because we really was the nigga two Saturdays out of the month Got dropped off Friday evenings, had Saturday with him, and got dropped back off around 1 on Sunday. And uh, that's if he didn't pick us up on Friday. Then to top it off, at the end of the bullshit-ass story for an hour and a half, nigga said, don't tell or ask your mama about this conversation. Nigga, if, <laughs> nigga, if it was the truth, you would tell me to fact-check her to prove what you're saying was all facts, which I did anyway and found out 99.9% of what he said was faker than the $4 bill. Only thing that was true was he paid five grand in back child support. I don't know where I'm going with this, but to end it off on a positive note, uh, your boy moving to Houston, the Woodlands to be exact, for a new job opportunity with the company I'm still at. Uh, had a big boss come down to the center I'm at, saw the kid was a hard worker and offered me a job back at his office. Smooth know a little bit of it. Uh, say I had failed one of my tests and put it on the ground, and uh, he slid up, but I passed everything. And now I'm just waiting for my lease up in January, then I'm off to H-Town. I know this was long as fuck, but I needed to get it off my chest before I move. Uh, thanks always for listening and reading my chapters. <laughs> Say much love from your favorite baby cuz. Y'all stay dangerous. Yeah, he ain't even really getting all set. But I mean, to I, I don't know, I guess to kind of address, because you ain't even really ask us a question. I guess. Yes, I, I, his pops. Yeah, yeah, I, I I would say that I'm proud of you Fair for that. Enough. Like real right, because most people don't have the nuts to have that type of conversation. Like hold their parent accountable for what you didn't do. And he did it. And you didn't get the results you wanted. But I still feel like it took a lot of nuts for you to sit him down and have that conversation. So yeah. that would be my thoughts. And you got to understand, too, like even even though they're older than us, like sometimes you could be more mature than them in certain areas. And I think that's just one thing, you know, that accountability piece we always talk about. It's hard. Some people, it's, it's hard for somebody to hold themselves accountable. Right. They got to look themselves in the mirror and understand where they messed up at. And then the depths of where they messed up. Because that's, like, you not being in your kid's life, that affects so many different other things that that child goes through in Facts. their life. So, and he doesn't, he clearly doesn't even, still doesn't understand. He just kind of in that, I don't know, denial, or I don't know what it is. He just wanted to put it off on the mama, like, I just didn't want to deal with this and that, so I just felt it was best. And, you know, and it's, it, it clearly seems like the mama wasn't a big of an issue. Right. Because if that's the case, but even still, like, you know, we've come across plenty of dudes on here that really be trying to get their child back after not being with a good woman. So it, it ain't like he's saying, like, she was a bad woman. He just wasn't man enough to take care of responsibilities. Yeah, and said that it was it, co it cost too much in court. He didn't feel like paying the, yeah. the court cost to try to get his, that's try to spend more time with his, with, with his kids. Fam. Fam. Yeah. So then you just stick to a weekend? Like that, you cool with that? You 
And, uh, and he, and he say, like, they'll, he'll typically come pick him up on, like, yeah, Friday. Or he's supposed to pick him up, you know, Thursday through Sunday. But sometimes he'll come Friday, drop their ass off early Sunday morning. So really good to spend a day. Like, it's just, oh, man. Um, yeah, man. But, again, prayers to, you know, prayers to you, bro. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you, for sure. Like I said, I know how hard that is, especially with a parent. Like, to do that, regardless how trash they, they was, you know, in your life or whatever. It's still hard to have the nuts to have that conversation. So salute to you. And you can't rep the H, nigga. You in the woodlands. <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let him make it at all. Uh, next one from Kimberly, Patreon member. All right, she says, Trill and OT were talking that talk on Monday night, dropping gym after gym. Uh, my biggest takeaway was the importance of having a plan, structure, foundation. Uh, the movie, quote-unquote, King Richard, is a great uh, visual representation regarding the benefits to having a plan. Have you all seen it? No, I still have not seen it. I have. I need to watch it. I've I seen it, and I'm a bit jaded. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit jaded, and I, I'm going to tell you why. Um, in, in the movie, right? Have you seen Drake? Hmm? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Yes, nah, we ain't about to say that. Nope. Okay. That was my time to shine. No. Never sing on this part again. <laughs> I started off um, for you. I thought you was going to finish But that's all right. In the movie, King Richard, mm-hmm. Serena and Venus' daddy, is uh, he's kind of propped up as like being a great dad. You know, uh, he, had, he had a vision, the vision she's talking about in this question of, you know, hey, my two daughters are going to be the greatest tennis players ever. Mm-hmm. You know, Venus is going to be very good. Serena is going to be the greatest of all time. That was his vision when he was younger. So he pushed him to that. He set up plays for that to happen in terms of going out, getting con- uh, trainers and all of that, and and got them together. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, and it ended on a great note, you know, whatever the case may be. And that was the theme of it, you know, a dad with a plan and you know, everything that got executed. Right, so watching the movie, I'm like, damn, dude, solid. That's crazy, man. That boy, you know, this is why, you know, men got to stay in their kids' life and mm-hmm. Because, you know, this he had five girls with Serena Mama. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he stayed, raised all his girls. Da, da, da. So I, I left the movie and like how I am, I'm like real in, inquisitive. Right. So if I if I watch something like that, I'm going to go do extra research on the on the back end to kind of, you know, tie the loose ends together. Mm-hmm. And upon doing my research, I found out that he left uh, his ex-wife. And five kids to be with Serena and Venus' mom. Mm. And, like, left them cold. He didn't take care of them. He didn't reach out. He didn't send them no money. He didn't do nothing. He left the house like they just didn't exist and went and started a new family with Serena and Venus' mom. Fuck them kids. They ain't have no talent like Venus and Serena. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's, he's seen yeah. it from an early age. Yeah. I don't need to be in this relationship. Y'all, y'all not going to make me <laughs> rich. Y'all not going to make Your DNA is soft. <laughs> I need someone else. That's fucked up. Who are you five? I made five of y'all. I still couldn't get an NBA roster out of y'all. But but that that really happened. You know what I'm saying? So and 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 to this day, uh his oldest child from that family um said she's heard from him three times since she left. Now mind you, she like she older than us. She like forty something. Mm And she says she done heard from him maybe three times in her entire life since she left. And, like, she would reach out and, you know, try to call him. He wouldn't answer. Try to call Venus. Of course, Venus Serena ain't answering. They, you know, whatever. 
And uh, she would get no response. And, and if he did respond, he'll, you know, give her broken promises. Oh, yeah, I'm going to come. You know, we're going to have some coffee or some lunch and never show. So he just left them five kids high and dry and, you know, went to go be the quote unquote great dad to Serena Venus. And in the movie, Serena Mamas kind of references it. She says, like, hey, you know, one, one of your sons came up to my house. And da, da, da. He was like, oh, damn, he, he found me. That That's literally what Will said in the in the movie uh, in response to that. And and then after that scene, they just went back to the the greatness to Serena. They just kind of addressed it slightly and then went back. What? Yeah. So that was the thing that kind of stood out to me, and I was just like, "Damn, like that dude really ain't shit for real." So he had five more with Venus and Serena. Mama? Yeah. So he had ten kids total. Uh, probably more. I think it 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 was like more of them, but God. but it was for sure five in the previous marriage he was in. Mm. And then he had wow. some outside kids uh, as well, mm. like two two or three outside mm. kids. Or something. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, like I say, they they propped him up to be this great dad, and I'm just like, wow. But yeah, so that was my thoughts on it. Um, so he was two two for twelve from the field. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, he was actually about five for twelve, because Serena and Venus was great tennis players. Uh-huh. One of them became a lawyer, one of them became a doctor, and one of them became, uh, I think, an engineer, if I'm not mistaken. So in that family, five or twelve. So the second yeah. five, 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 second five was five, successful. Five or ten, five or ten. Right, so five or ten. He was fifty percent from so the field. So he was an average dad. <laughs> <laughs> next question, man. We go. <laughs> next one is from Eliza, man. Patreon member. Uh, All right, he says, uh, yo, crew, I'm in Dallas. Uh, where will y'all be this weekend? How do I make sure that I get notified when you guys go live? Because it seems like I always miss the live streams. Um, We're going to be all over the place this weekend. Uh, in terms of how you expect uh get the live, you got to go to our YouTube page and click that bell next to our name. Um, for some reason, you know, algorithms is taking over YouTube the same way it's taking over all the social media. alerts. Yeah, so, so you got to go like. You know, hit the bell, physically subscribe, and then when we make an announcement that we're gonna go live, then you'll get like a, a or like a um, push notification mm-hmm. for it. So yeah, that yeah, that's the answer to that. Uh, on to the next one. This is from Candice, Patreon member. <laughs> Says, "Hey guys, I hope all is well. I'm gonna jump straight to it because this could be long." Mm. Uh, <laughs> she said. <laughs> Shut your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna jump right into it. Because <laughs> it could be long. <laughs> you ain't never heard that in your life. <laughs> you, ain't never heard, you never heard that in your life. He's more like, oh, this is gonna be a short story. It's gonna, it's gonna be real short. <laughs> not kidding. Uh, okay, uh, my friend and I can't settle a difference of opinion, so I told her that I would bring it to the crew. Okay. Uh, to give a little bra- background, which might help her point. Last year around this time, I think December 2020, I wrote y'all saying that I was messing with guy A, but he didn't want a relationship, so I moved on to guy B. Mm -hmm. Guy B packed all my stuff and moved me across the country after Mm -hmm. being long distance. Mm -hmm. O said that guy B had, quote, unquote, big dick energy. Uh, At the time, my homegirl felt that I should let guy A know what I did. However, I didn't feel the need to let guy A know anything because he made a decision. Well, fast forward to the Sunday after Thanksgiving, 2021, guy B, a.k.a. big dick energy, took me on a hot air balloon ride and proposed in the air. Mm. Once I told my friend, she felt that I should put my old roster in the group chat and let them know that I'm off the market. The reason why she feels this way is that once uh, guy one 
found out that I moved to the West Coast, he called me a bitch for not telling him. Yeah. Though I'm not sure exactly what I'm supposed to have told him. Thank you. Uh, another one of my exes randomly hit me up asking me to pick out an outfit. I gave him a quick thumbs up just to pacify the conversation. About two months ago, he sent me pictures of him at his wedding. With the outfit on, I gave him the thumbs up too. Uh, yes, you read that correctly. He had me help him pick out an outfit to marry someone else. Uh, another one of my exes hit me up. I told him I was in a relationship. He called me disrespectful for even responding. So I stopped responding. As a result, he blocked me on Facebook, which I was fine with, but now he has been sending me pictures via Instagram, which makes zero sense. At this point, I should be in the free and clear, right? Because I don't care about those niggas and I'm living my best life. Now, my homegirl is saying I should let all of them know that I'm engaged. As like some final stamp of quote-unquote leave me alone type of declaration. I don't see the point. Because one, I don't care about any of them uh, MFs. They had their chance. Two, they are crazy enough to view this as a challenge due to past behaviors. And three, my fiance is just as crazy as them. And this could end all bad. So I told her I will let you guys decide. So can you guys settle this dispute? Should I put them in a group text with a picture of my ring or should I let sleeping Hell dogs lie? No. You guys are great. Keep up the good work. You're giving them too much energy. Like what you wanna why would you need to put them one, why would you need to text them, period? Two, why would you need to put them motherfuckers in a group chat? You ain't Kanye. Three, why is this even a conversation? No. Fuck them. They all messed up. The one who flew you across the country, moved you in. Now propose to you on a hot air balloon. That's the person that you want to be with. But I will say, you are disrespectful by responding to all them niggas in your DMs. Though you should, I, 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 you should ignore it. To me, there's no reason for you to entertain them in the DMs at all. You shouldn't. Oh, do you like this? Do you like that? That it should have been ignored. Delete, delete. You ain't got to give nobody any type of attention. You ain't got to block them necessarily, but you also don't have to give nobody any type of attention. I just feel like that's just, that's extra. That's too much. <clears throat> I feel like uh, that girl is not your friend. If we're going to be honest. I feel like that's the dumbest shit that I'd have never heard a friend say in terms of you being in a relationship. You know, you're not obligated to your exes. They don't deserve an announcement. They don't deserve anything. Shit. They deserve to find out like the rest of the world did on your social media. Fuck is I'm giving out personal calls and text messages for saying that I'm married or putting them in a group chat and sending them a picture of the ring. What? (laughs) Because for one, like as a quote unquote, leave me alone. Let me explain something to you, baby. That's not going to make them leave you alone. You You wasting your time. Niggas don't give a damn if you married or not. If you one of my exes, especially men, like we feel like, like, like once we done got you, like you always are. So I don't give a fuck what happened. We got a piece of you. And 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 even if we not, even if we somebody that that never had the time of day with you, you getting married ain't gonna stop us from shooting. So what the hell is you telling me that for? So yeah, no. Um, I think you should replace your friend, and uh, hell no, to alerting your exes as to what your current situation is. They gonna find out on Facebook with everybody else. That's my take. Yeah, delete delete your friend and then go find another friend and send a picture of you with your new friend. Right? <laughs> yeah, tell me how that feel. <laughs> It's real. If that's, the my new that's my answer to that that question. I don't know what 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 what. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last question of the day. Oh shit! This is from Sonya. Sonya says, "Hi, I've been in a relationship with a man for one and a half years. I left him about a month ago in my apartment because he does not want to leave. I left him because he has been using drugs like crack." <laughs> what? Wait. 
together myself. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, did, did you read this? <laughs> that word just came out of nowhere. I'm reading in a row. That shit just Damn. <laughs> My bad, y'all. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to laugh at this, Anya. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> she says, uh, he's a drug like crack. <laughs> I'm sorry. God damn. See this one, this one. Me and O almost got in trouble on on that on that Patreon. Uh, All right, um, uh, yeah. He said I left him because he has been using drugs like crack and drinking like a fish, and I can't take it anymore. He says he loves me and wants to come home. Uh, I will, but he has to leave my apartment because he has done a lot of dirt. Nothing with women. Uh, I want to lock him out, but I feel bad about doing this as I know I'm going to have to call the police because he's going to get ugly. Uh, am I wrong to lock him out? Because I don't think he will ever change. I mean, <laughs> who paying the bills over there? Sonya, you doing the crack too? <laughs> Is that like y'all fighting for I just need to understand why. You doing the crack, she giving him the pipe. You, you don't want, you want, <laughs> you don't want to lock him out. I just don't understand. Because it might get ugly. But if you let him in, it might get ugly. At the... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Both of y'all on crack. That's how I feel. <laughs> she said she, she, said she, left, she, right? get, she getting secondhand crack. She said she left, right? You get secondhand, secondhand crack. crack. I don't know. You crack smoke. Got off eighty five South Show. Crack smoke with my body. <laughs> smoke with my body, baby. I, I don't. Sonya, come on, man. Come on. Come on, baby. Leave it. Get get. Matter of fact, move. Do something. This man is smoking crack and is an alcoholic and a, and a drug head. You smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> you still trying to find a reason to he's go find a reason to keep him around? That he's providing trying nothing. Trying to get rid of him. He's providing nothing for you, but crack smoke. Oh shit! What? Yeah, I, yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna be honest, man. That this. Matter I don't fact, even know what to say. What's your what advice about? Set him up. She just saying like, wait, like, wait should she you know feel bad for locking in his him pockets out. and call the cops? <laughs> Set his ass up. I had to get rid of all your problems. Get rid of all the problems. Set him up. <sighs> yeah. Um. Look here, baby. You deserve better than this. You deserve better than somebody that's doing crack and drinking <laughs> and, and mistreating you another way. You know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, stop. You know what stood out to me? Is when she said he been doing all type of dirt, nothing with women. Uh oh. So what has he been doing? He been stealing. He been he been because st- if he do crack, that's that's Hair crack, when, crack behavior. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of this part, right? Here. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm naming this part. What? He's ailed or something. Yeah. So I all got dirt, nothing with women. Said just, nothing with women. Just like said. crack and heroin and. And she's saying, like, should she feel bad for locking him out of the apartment? But, she, but then if she lock him out, it's going to cause problems. Right. Which is why so, she says so she's scared to do it. Evidently, he's a little, he may be violent. If he smoke crack, he violent. All this crack is in the house. What crackheads you know wasn't violent? They be sleep all day. Nah, but they sleep because they got the high. But if he can't get the high. You scratching. He going he gonna to flip the whole house upside down. And an alcoholic. He got, he's a double whammy. Said, you seen Frankie Lyman when he came in there and was trying to find his money? Vivica hit it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you seen what happened with that shit? Next thing you know, she's going to walk in and he's sucking dick for crack. Now you, <laughs> now you got to Sucking dick for money? <laughs> Look, baby, you deserve better, man. Uh, money going to be all gone. You, you, shit, that's just it. Man, Sonya. 
Come on, dog. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. <sighs> Look at him. segment that just says. Come on. Man. Yeah. Hey, yeah, real rap, about to do that. What? Trying to give us some help. It's going to be weak. And shit, we can say that ain't common sense, bro. She he had, does crack and he drinks. She already got her own apartment, right? Does she have her own space? She said she left the she left the apartment. Yeah, a month ago. Mm-hmm. So this is she at her, but she didn't say whether she had her own spot or she was at like a family member house or something like that. Um, she said she could lock them out. Find and my advice would be to get your own place. I mean, leave them there. Move shit. away. Move away to somewhere where he don't know where your address is. Get away from it and never speak to that man again. You might have to take the L on the rent. It's only going to take you maybe two months before he ain't got no money to pay his phone bill or his apartment what complex and he'll never find you again. Ballot. That's Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with that plan. So you ain't got to actually be hands-on involved. Just let uh, nature take its course, as they say. Put and a crack uh, trail around the block. <laughs> time. And give you time to pack all your shit up and get up out of there. Well, he ain't looking for he said you. Put a crack trail on the block. <laughs> yeah, I gave you two situations: set him up or move. True. If it was me, I set him up that way. That get him off the crack anyway. He in jail. He can't smoke. Well, he can smoke with some man or whatever. But again, press to all parties involved. Shit. On that note, we're gonna wrap this thing up, y'all boy. Shout out to our social media and things of that nature. <laughs> KT underscore Good Rich all platforms. Appreciate the support. I'm going to get drunk. So we're underscore fitness, all platforms. Y'all know what it is. Also, follow the S5 podcast. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the Instagram followers, TikTok, IG, YouTube. Really appreciate all y'all support, man, for real. Patreon. Facts. All the love, man. All the love. Shout out to our bottle girl that didn't bring us any shots or drinks. Wow, none. Not man, one this crazy. podcast either. But we ain't going to say her name. It's crazy. Yeah, we're going to let it go. Shout out to JR Lapeef. Mm-hmm. Um, Poor Man's podcast. All them boys, y'all. Y'all know love. Facts, Detroit AC everywhere. Y'all know where to find me at. Crew season. Make sure y'all follow the pages. Shout out to our Patreon members. We appreciate it. Y'all show us a lot, a lot of love, man. And, you know, um, we've been getting great responses to this uptick in content we've been putting out. So we're going to definitely keep that going. As y'all see, we on vacation and still recording. So salute to y'all. We appreciate it. Um, I think that's all I got. Shout out to Smooth. Smooth will be back uh, next week. He couldn't make this part. He couldn't make it to Dallas. Um, but we're going to be back in action next week, man. Again, we appreciate the support. We're going to get out of here with a record off that new ESTG project called Fan. Should have played Whitney Houston. We- <laughs> wow. <laughs>
niggas is anxious, but he patient when he waiting. Jump out the car and chase him, he way up his ranking. And we move like you get more chances at life when you take it. He was gangster till he caught a case, and then he wrote a statement on him. A D on shirt and a mirror jeans ain't never stop no bleed. A nigga do a whole lot of talking, ain't never shot no people. I took advice from my angel, found out later maybe it was a demon. In case they say that they see me, I got a lawyer paid, we'll beat it. In a perfect way to friend a snake and found a rat to feed him. I ain't never ever made a nigga ever feel like I need him. Yeah.